Hello, church family and many friends from around the world. Yeah, that's true. We just met some new friends, pastors from Uganda, and we welcome you into our church service. I pray your Christmas was better than you dreamed. But today we want to begin a new series, and the series is entitled Living a Kingdom Lifestyle. And today we want to let you know that your satisfaction is guaranteed when you walk a kingdom lifestyle. Did you know that many of Israel's leaders years ago thought that Jesus would just suddenly appear? (laughs) The popular thought that Jesus would just come from the desert, he would be an adult, he'd walk into Jerusalem, he would become a military ruler, He would rid them of Roman slavery, and he would reestablish the temple. Yet in prophecy, in the word of God, throughout the word of God, told us clearly that he would come as a baby. And Jesus fulfills his promises. Why? Because he is a covenant God, and he came as a little baby. Thinking of that, I'm, I'm a grandpa, and with all my grandchildren, eight of them, I loved holding them when they were a baby, because the most content, satisfied person in the world <laughs> is a sleeping baby. They don't have a care in the world. And that's what I want to bring to you in this series is that if we understand a kingdom lifestyle, we won't have a care in the world. Think about Mary and Joseph looking down at the Messiah, knowing that this is God's son. Jesus came as a content child. Mary and Joseph's thoughts that he would deliver them from bondage, a little baby. Now, Let me just share this. There is an ability to live a kingdom lifestyle bringing a satisfaction nothing else can bring. You see in the world today, so many people trying new things, trying to get something where they can get peace in their heart. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, Verse 6, it says this, Now godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. And having food and clothing with these, we shall be content. If there is any people that should be satisfied It should be the citizens of the United States of America. Think of it. We are blessed, so blessed. Matter of fact, in my belief, in my faith, the United States of America is anointed by God to carry the gospel. Yes, the gospel is now coming to us because of so many coming from different nations and we welcome them. But the reality is, We have an anointing of God, so we should be satisfied. However, I wish I didn't have to say this, 
But however, I find very few people who are satisfied and content with their life. You see, until I realized where satisfaction came from, in many seasons of my life, I was dissatisfied too. Think of it, and I I do, because I live in kingdom lifestyle, and satisfaction has been amazing. I married the woman of my dreams. My children and my grandchildren are the best. I love them with all my heart. I pastor the best people at Valley Community Church. I can say literally that I have the best job. But for years, at times and seasons in my life, I showed something opposite of that. I showed something opposite of godly satisfaction. There were seasons of time where I wasn't content. I had a restless heart, and I was looking for something different when that something was staring me in my face, was living in my spirit. Quite a while ago, even having a type A personality, God showed me how to live a lifestyle of contentment and satisfaction. So as we move into a new year, I would say a new season. God planned new seasons in our life. By the way, Happy New Year, my friends. I pray 2021 is going to be an amazing year for you and me. And I believe it because we have a covenant God who fulfills his promises. As we move into the new year, you must realize also your children are watching you. Your children are trying to find out, our children are trying to find out what satisfies you and me so they can live the same type of lifestyle. No one wants to be dissatisfied. It's called a lifestyle of the kingdom of God. I know this is just introduction, but in this series, you and I are going to travel in a journey through the word of God and really see where satisfaction comes from and how we can live that life, even though at times in this world that we face tribulation. But the Bible says, be of good cheer because God has overcome the world. See, the older your children get, the more they understand about material things. They see the haves and they see the have-nots because in the flesh we become judgmental. I believe the greatest life we can live in front of our children is a life of contentment and satisfaction. So let me explain in a few words what satisfaction or what the Bible's talking about. It's that we believe and live a life that at all times, in all situations, in all circumstances, the hand of the Lord is upon me, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you and I belong to him. Because of that lifestyle, you and I are satisfied. 
It's not based on my bank account. It's not based on my job. It's not based on my position in life. It's based on the very fact I know the Lord and the Lord knows me and his hand is upon me and his hand is upon you. So let me say it this way today. Your satisfaction is under attack. Every which way you look, you will find attack on this satisfaction. But I'm going to show you how to walk in victory in the midst of the attack. Let me give you an example of the attack on your satisfaction. Did you know that advertising agencies sit around in boardrooms discussing how they sell their product? Yeah, they do. And they're smart people. And after over 100 years of the growth of the United States of America and building products and and all the things that we've done, the greatest way they found to sell a product is to, and I'm going to use the term, brainwash you to be dissatisfied with what you have now. Let me say it another way. To put pictures in front of you to say words that cause you to be dissatisfied with what you have now. So if someone or even the enemy could cause you to be dissatisfied with you or what you have, this is what you would do. You will either buy something or become something else to replace it or become someone else that's not the way God created you. Because God created you amazingly. You are gifted And you can be anointed of the Holy Spirit when you walk in this kingdom lifestyle. Because you can't find true contentment and or satisfaction anywhere else than in the hand of our Lord Jesus. Billions of dollars are being spent to cause you to be discontent. A heart that is not satisfied causes us to make constant, unnecessary changes in our lives, looking for something to fill the void, having constant cycles of disappointments because we're looking everywhere in the wrong place to find satisfaction. And every time we do that, what happens is we become disappointed. And what's sad Even some Christians will blame God. So before I show you kingdom satisfaction, let me clarify something, because I know that the people I'm talking to, especially Valley Community, are are very smart people, very adept spiritual people. And, And some of you might be thinking, hold on, Pastor. Man, I'm hearing what you're saying, but I thought God wanted me to dream dreams and to see visions. I thought God created me with an ambitious heart to move forward and to go into new seasons and to have greater things. God gave me the abilities to drive forward and to succeed. Let me tell you, every one of those thoughts, you're right. You're right. God has given you the ability to succeed 
and to go from glory to glory. Remember that? From glory to glory. But ambition, dreams, and visions are from God. And that's not, I'm not trying to dismantle that in your heart and to tell you, well, just walk as a humble person. I'm talking about humbly you walk in an ambition in your dreams and visions that are from God. And the only way you get those is to go into that secret place and to go into that place where God is and stay in kingdom lifestyle. God is not the source of striving. He's not the source of unhealthy stress, worry, fear, and doubt. God is not the source of dissatisfaction. So the question is, what is motivating your ambition? Let me give you five things that I see in everyone that is satisfied. Five things that satisfied people, this is the way they live their lifestyle. First of all, a satisfied people have learned to be content. You are not born with contentment. Philippians 4 verse 11 says, Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry. Some of those seasons are not easy, but both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Kingdom lifestyle. Paul is saying, basically, my possessions do not define me. Your possessions don't define you. My birth in the kingdom of God defines me, and it changes everything. The minute you became born again, the way you define yourself should change. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore, therefore means what? When you become born again, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It's talking about kingdom lifestyle. It's talking about spiritual lifestyle. From that point on, you are a new creation. Your identity has totally changed. There's no reason to go back and blame anybody or anything for where your life is. You begin to blame God himself that you have changed me and now I have a life that I can live that satisfies. It's based on your birth in Jesus. It's not based on what you have done, but what you will do. What you will do or, as we will teach in this series, it's about your identity. God can't save you any more than you are saved right now. He can't love you any more than he does now. When you understand this, you will be satisfied. It's not about what you can do. 
You're not trying to prove yourself. You've been proved through Jesus Christ. Paul said to learn. In order to learn, here are things you must do. In order to learn something, you need to hear a truth. So in this changing, if you've been dissatisfied, you need to hear the truth. Where the truth is, it's in the Word of God. Also, when you hear a truth, you need to believe that truth. That is the truth. Put the truth into practice immediately because spiritual warfare begins once you receive this revelation. After this message, spiritual warfare will begin to happen to tell you that that's not true, that there are things wrong about me, that there are things that that I just can't get over, and I'm just telling you, that's just a big lie. If you don't put it into practice, you will always lose. Make the truth become a norm in your life. People say, you know, with all this COVID and, and, you know, Man, we are working with so many people, praying and believing and loving and, and just being there for them. But I want to tell you, if, if you are, are living a life that are thinking that there's going to be a new norm because of all that's gone on in 2020, let me tell you, 2021, the normality is that you live kingdom life. Nothing changes because God has already won the victory. And if you will grab a hold of these truths, and I'm going to show you how, you grab a hold of these truths, you will have victory even in the midst of warfare. Don't just try it once. Well, I tried church, and that didn't work out for me. Ha, ha. Well, I'll tell you what. You have to do it many times. You have to continue to hear the word. And renew your mind to the Word of God because the world and the enemy is brainwashing you to tell you that this lifestyle is full of dissatisfaction. I'm telling you, you can be satisfied in all things. Begin to teach or reproduce the truth in you. We're talking about how to pray, how to tithe, how to pray over sickness, how to handle money, how to love others how to forgive, how not to be offended. Give the truth away that you have learned. Become a person that is not always trying to suck it in and bring it in and, and always it's about you and, and all these things and it's, something's got to change, something's got to happen. No, you get to the place of kingdom lifestyle that you are giving away satisfaction. You're giving away love. You're giving away forgiveness. You're blessing people financially. You're blessing people spiritually. You are there for people. You're faithful. You're not late. You're always on time. Matter of fact, you're always early. Let me give you the second. Satisfied people have a thankful heart. People that are not satisfied rarely say thank you. Have you ever known anybody that doesn't say thank you? They're selfish. Oh, pastor, you're getting... No, I'm not getting mean. I'm just telling you the truth. Is if we're not... If we don't have a thankful heart and exuding that thankfulness just in our face too... I'll tell you what, the enemy will come and just rip you a new one. People are not satisfied and rarely say thank you. 
In Job 1.21, uh, Job, hearing of the death of his, his family, of his animals, Job lost his, his uh, workers. After all the reports, look what he says in Job 1, verse 21. And he said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord had taken away. Now, he was talking out of his emotions. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin nor charge God with the wrong. You see that? What we remember, that's why I use the scripture. What we remember of that scripture is the Lord takes away. Well, everything's falling apart. It's God's fault. No, no. He said, blessed is, be the name of the Lord. And all this, he did not charge God for this evil. He knew where the evil came from. Job had struggles. He had emotional struggles. But he won the victory because he stayed true to the satisfaction with God. Does he make mistakes, Job? Yeah. Do you and I make mistakes? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm the mistake person. Job is an extreme example of, But the truth of Job's life, God shows his power of redemption in the midst of tragedy and loss. There's been a lot of tragedy and loss with people this year. And I believe 2021 is going to be the culmination of what God had prepared and what God has planted in us in 2020. Be thankful. 2 Timothy 3 says, in the last days, many will be unthankful and ungrateful. Not me. I'm grateful for what I have. I'm grateful for what I don't have. Because I know that God's plans are perfect. His promises are yea and amen. I am so thankful. Proverbs 17 The last part of verse 15, David says, excuse me, Psalm 17, when I awake, I will be satisfied with seeing your likeness. He was thankful seeing God. You know what I get from that scripture? That David learned to see God. He learned to see through the stuff and to see God. And he obeyed what God asked him to do. A satisfied person, number three, God wants to use your money to invest into the kingdom, to be a good steward. You know, folks, that's the reason why you have money. Money also develops character. See, Christian maturity does not equal prosperity. You got to hear what I'm talking about because I teach the prosperity of God. Christian maturity does not equal prosperity because your salvation is not based on worth, your worth. Prosperity is a tool of the kingdom. It is a promise of God. It is a tool of the kingdom. Proverbs 11.25 says, the generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. Live the life. 
Well, pastor, but I don't have much. Well, what you have, give. Generosity is a key of satisfaction. Speaking of greed, in Luke 12, 15, it's very interesting if you study it. Jesus basically, according to the language there, is shouting to the people. And then right after that, in Luke 12, he teaches a parable. But let me, let me just tell you what he says here as he's shouting. And he shouted to them, take heed and beware of covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Be content with what you have. See, God owns a cattle on a thousand hills. And there's so much more in the kingdom lifestyle. Here's the fourth. A satisfied person are using their spiritual gifts. Notice I use the word are. It's a continuous thing. A satisfied person are using their spiritual gifts. Stressed people are not doing ministry in areas that are not called. See, they're, they're always doing something that they're not called to do. But they're looking at someone else in church, in a Bible study, at home, whatever it is, and they're wanting to do what they're doing because they like what they're doing. And the reason why they like what they're doing because that person's doing what he's called to do. What has God called you to do? And if you are doing what God called you to do, then happiness will manifest in you because there will be true contentment in your life. I have found 40 years of ministry. I have seen people stop going to church because church didn't meet their need. Let me tell you what your need is in church. Here's the truth. Their need was to submit to the Holy Spirit and minister in the area that they are gifted in. The most satisfied person is one that has no problem in the courtyard of the church picking up paper and that person has no problem doing the extra things at work when you go to work and the night shift left a mess, just clean it up and don't talk about it. Just clean it up and let God bless you for you being faithful to your boss. Amazes me how people are just so dissatisfied in life. The world is trying to teach you. The enemy is trying to get you to a place to where you're dissatisfied with even God. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying of hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. See, it's possible to live in faith and power to succeed. Is it possible if our gifts are dormant, we can be controlled by fear and have no power to succeed in the kingdom? Absolutely. If you receive the lie of the enemy and the lie of the flesh that says, you're not that good, I want to tell you, you are, because you're serving the King of kings and Lord of lords. The Father is good, and you serve him Goodness will manifest in your life. 
we will talk more about this later in this series, but let me give you the fifth of a satisfied person. A satisfied person are, notice the word are, are winning the war against their flesh. Proverbs 27.20 says this, hell and destruction are never full. So the eyes of man are never satisfied. Never full or never enough is the tool of the enemy to try to sell you on TV, in the papers you read, even in the books you read, the children's programs your children watch. Your flesh will never be satisfied, period. Never. But Matthew 5, 6, and we'll continue in this series in the new year. I can't wait till I believe it's January 3rd, is that we're going to move into a realm of understanding kingdom lifestyle. It's not just thinking kingdom, as we talked about before. It's now applying our thinking and rebuking the very things the enemy is lying about, teaching you to be dissatisfied with what he's given you. And why we can do that is in Matthew 5, 6, Jesus breaks the curse. You can now be satisfied. This new covenant, serving God, satisfaction is guaranteed. Let me read it to you. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, kingdom lifestyle, for they shall be filled. Again, what a pleasure it is to Pastor Valley Community Church, church family, I love you. Terry and I and the whole staff, we have been working hard day after day to prepare all the things that we are accomplishing. You've watched that on the webpage. You've seen that on Facebook. All friends around the world I want you to understand Jesus is Lord. And when you walk in these principles that we teach from the Word of God, not just our opinion, not just an organization that we belong to, it's the Word of God that changes things. It's being in that secret place with the Lord daily. And I promise you, satisfaction is guaranteed when you follow the principles of what I'm teaching you. May God bless you and happy new year.